Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Today is a very special day. It is a very special episode. Bonus episode. It is the 100th movie review ever done on our patent-pending movie rating scale. Mm. Now, this is releasing on our normal day, Wednesday. This was initially going to release Monday. Things got a little switched up. That's okay. So this special edition episode releasing Wednesday, our normal weekly review is going to be in Kanto. That will be released on Friday. Yep, Hawkeye talk, all that good stuff in that one. Um, And we're double-dipping recording these back-to-back. But today we're talking about the movie that started this podcast. Not really, but we could just say that because people aren't going to go back and fact-check us. I mean, I didn't watch it until like a year into the podcast. Um, But we could just say like we were watching this movie. We were like, wow, this movie needs more credit. So that's what got us to start this podcast. That is Law Abiding Citizen. Fuck yeah. Gerard Butler, Jamie Foxx, the girl from – Actually, a lot of other big names too. The girl from Talladega Nights, the wife, she's in it. Jessica. Oh, shit. Is. is that her? Yeah. I looked it up because she looked very familiar. Wow. It's a great film. It's it's a guilty pleasure. Both Tyler and I, we're going to we're gonna give it a, a rating and see where it lands on our on our list as the 100th movie ever rated. Should be fun. Let's get into it. 60% of the time, it works every time. John Stamos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. I don't feel so good. Smash! I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. All right, Jay. A frustrated man decides to take justice into his own hands after a plea bargain sets one of his family's killers free. That's all they gave me. It feels accurate enough. Yeah, um, and since this is a special 100th uh, reviewed movie, I'm going to leave your all right, Jay, on the post. Thank you, Jay. Um... Law-abiding citizen, man. It is the movie of redemption. 
It is the movie of fighting the system. Mm, fuck yeah. Fuck the man. And like, no bullshit. Like, I mean, there's it's it's a different kind of fight in the system. Um, it's not for reasons that are maybe more modern, which have always been issues, but have come into the light more modern. But like, you know, there is some of that in this. Like, I don't know. There's just like that underlying kind of a little bit of a political message, mostly just fuck the system. But like, man. Yeah. So when I watched this movie, um, I, I actually was talking to a lawyer that night. He was coming over to my house for me to fill out some papers. For what? From a back. Got a bad back. It's a long what? story. I'll tell you after. But I had a lawyer coming over, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't have this on when he's coming in because it's kind of like fuck the lawyer. Yeah. And I was like, wonder how people feel about this. Wonder how like the justice system feels about this movie. How, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. How is your lawyer fee expensive? No, it's nothing. It's only if I win. You're suing. Interesting, Ty. Okay, this is a new wrinkle. So fuck the system. And if Ty's I don't get what I want, I'm gonna system. be fucking Gerard Butler. <laughs> Tyler's going to fucking slowly, methodically <laughs> murder a bunch of people and set up a safe house that buries into prison. Oh, a little bit of spoilers there. Um, if you haven't seen this film, you need to watch it. Look, it is a dad action movie. It's it's absolutely it's a dad action movie. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, 75% audience. 75 audience. Um, look, and I, I've seen movies that are better than this, but look, I, at the end of the day... I just, you know, it's it's a great, fun watch. It is a – I can turn this movie on whenever and watch it. Like, I turned it on the other day. I was supposed to be working, Ty. I okay. was like, I'm going to throw it on in the background. I've seen this movie five, six times, which is a lot for me. I don't need to, like, fully be into it. Yep. And I stopped working, and I was just fully into it. It just draws you in. <laughs> and then the movie was over, and I was like, holy shit, it's been an hour and 45 minutes. It's fucking incredible. Um, it draws you in. It never really slows down. It has good pacing. It starts right away. I mean, we could start on talking about that when we get into our patent pending scale. Um, but it's the perfect length for this kind of movie. Hour 48. It doesn't try to be too smart and make it like 218. You see a lot of movies like this. We'll add yeah. that extra 30 minutes to try to make it, you know, kind of like that twist at the end where Jamie Foxx, you know, kind of gets him at the end or whatever. Yeah. A lot of movies would add more to that to kind of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. No, they, they like, get straight to the point. Yeah. Um, and even in the beginning, get straight to the point. Like, there's not a lot of setup. It just happens right away. Yeah. And it, it's like, this is happening. Now we're going on. Yeah. Um, it's a blast. It's a fun watch. I don't I don't see how you could watch this movie and not have fun. I guess I mean some people. Riley doesn't really enjoy this that much, but uh It's very bloody. Yeah. Um a <laughs> lot of lot of gore. I w I don't know if I'd go as far as gore, but there's some fucked up scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And no, it's a little gory. It's a fun watch. It's just, it's just a blast. And I, I hate some of these like reviews. Like we have Richard Propes of the independentcritic.com saying the perfect action flick for low maintenance audiences. No. Look, fuck you, man. No. I can appreciate a, a well-made movie and also appreciate a dad action movie like this. Like not everything has to be cinematic and artsy. Is this going to win an Oscar? No. Does this have higher scores than maybe some Oscar winning films that we've reviewed? Yes. I can definitively say that right now. That's our patent pending movie scale. Um, we don't judge Oscar winners get high scores. Dad action movies that fucking do it. Great. Get high scores. <laughs> So, look, I just, you know, there's a thing in cinema where you can't have both. And I get it. You're not going to give this an Oscar and whatever. People can give it rotten all they want, but this, I think it's fresh. The Oscar movies dive into the art aspect of movies and, you know, the artsy part and all that. This this dives into the entertainment aspect. Some people go to watch beautiful, incredible art and you get your 1917s and your, your um, parasites and those are awesome. But then you go and you just want to have a good time. Yeah. And this is a good time. Yes. Um, yeah. And I mean, you ask a hundred people 
survey says, would you rather watch this or Nomadland if you watch both of them back to back? And they're like, which one would you rather watch again? I don't know. I think most people would probably say this. I agree. Um, that being said, there might be some sensitivities that get triggered because the beginning scene is very kind of gory. Um, it deals with like sexual assault as well. Themes. Yep. So if that th- kind of thing, you know, triggers you for any potential way, um, fully maybe understand. fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward through the first part. Cause the rest of it's great. Yeah. Just sexual abuse, murder, beginning of the movie, skip the first 10 minutes, <laughs> see what he does because of that. Um, directed by F Gary Gray. Okay. Top 10 movie name. I don't know anything else he has directed or worked on, but F Gary Gray. Okay, um, I here th- we go. Director, straight out of Compton. Fuck yeah! This guy's actually got a pretty decent. The uh, Italian uh, Job. I've heard of that movie. Men in Black International didn't do great, but I mean, mm, big movie. No, that good. movie only did eighty million box office. Yeah, not not good. That flopped. Yeah, holy no, it was, shit, it was not good. Uh, the Fate of the Furious. Oh, he directed that one. That's sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. <laughs> uh, the Negotiator set it off in Friday. Is that the original Friday, like the cool Friday? Like the one that everyone always quotes? Fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, with Ice Cube and uh, Chris Tucker. Fuck yeah. So this, this guy makes some banger movies. F. F Gary Gray, he is a, a great director. Ty, let's get into plot slash story. First category on our 100th pad pending <sighs> movie rating scale. I gave it a 17. Look, this is a high This is a high number, and some people might roll their eyes, some people being Riley, because it, it's not a, a mind-breaking story. At the end of the day, it knows what it is. It gets into the story right away. It never slows down. It keeps you thinking. You know you know what's going to happen, but it still happens anyways in different ways. And what's going to happen is he's just going to kill everyone methodically. Fuck yeah. Um, and your first time watching this, it's a genuine surprise, I think, at every turn. It's like, oh shit, he got a steak. Now he's going to stab this guy with a fucking T-bone steak. And like, it's incredible. I also liked about this movie is some movies, I appreciate it sometimes, sometimes I don't, is like, They'll set things up throughout the movie and then go back and, like, explain it at the end. Like, classic movie thing is, like, they'll do it in, like, a monologue. Kind of, like, ocean style where it's, like, oh, this happened. And, like, they look back and, like, oh, this set up. Like, nothing really sets up anything in this film. It's just, like, he's just smarter than them at every turn. You know what I mean? And at the end, you find out he has his, like, secret hideaway. And that's the explanation. But it's not, like, oh, like, I don't know. I I just like it. There's minimal foreshadowing. Um, I, I think when they go and arrest him for the first time and they're going through his things and he has, he's like, is this guy a lawyer? And it's like all the legal documents and stuff that shows it, him getting butt ass naked and burning all the evidence. So there's nothing conclusive. Like that kind of shows the direction it's headed, but a lot of it's just like, holy shit surprises. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I never said my score. I also gave it a 17. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's great pacing. It's, it's, you're drawn on the edge of your seat and you want to know what happens next throughout the whole movie. Yep. There, there's some things you watch and there's slow points and you don't really care. This has you on the edge of the seat the whole time. Yeah. And it's not too long to where it's like, okay, come on, get with it. Like, get onto it. Like, yeah, you want to know what happens next. And then they give you what happens next. Yeah. And then they make you wait for the next thing. And it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's so much fun. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, Ty. Um, it's great. It, it's just, like I said, the pacing. And there's there's a little bit of the underlying message in it, of course. But there's also not like, I don't know, it doesn't overcomplicate things. He dies at the end. Spoiler alert. You know, All Jamie Foxx finally tricks him. And Jamie Foxx also, you know, from a, a character arc point of view, like, finally gets the message. Like, hey, don't make deals with murderers. Because yeah. that was his whole thing the whole time. He kept making deals with this guy. And then finally when he doesn't do it, you know, Gerard Butler's like, good job. And he still tries to kill them anyways. But then Jamie Foxx, gotcha, put the suitcase under his bed. Um, he achieves his goal in the end. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's it's a great anti-hero story too. There's not like a, an antagonist and a protagonist, even though there kind of is. You know, Jamie Fox in theory is the protagonist, um, but at the end of the day, you know, you're still kind of rooting for Gerard Butler a little bit. Exactly, and, yeah. and that's the fun part about it is like both of them are kind of playing both roles at the same time. Yeah, and like you're kind of with Gerard Butler's character, um, and, and then eventually it kind of flips, and he's just kind of killing people, and then it's like, how are they going to catch him? Yeah, and it's I don't know, I love that. I love that you're kind of rooting for both sides simultaneously. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can't. I can't think of another movie like that where I'm rooting for both <laughs> yeah. sides. Yeah, and I mean a movie I'm going to compare this to throughout um, because I was told that it was the better version of this film. Wrong. Um, and that is the movie Prisoners, starring um, what's his name? Wolverine. Wolverine, starring what the fuck is Hugh Jackman? Um, similar style of movie, different story. It's not like necessarily go to jail kind of story, but it is the same kind of revenge kind of story. Um, I, I just think this does it better. Prisoners had like that same kind of like, it, it kind of did the little setup thing, but it was, it felt a little long. Prisoners did. I'll admit it. It felt a little long and it felt a little unnecessary where this is just like, gets to the point. We know what we're doing and we're going to get there. Point A to point B to point C. We're not going to take, make a pit stop at point D. Yeah. And, and prisoners absolutely takes like the art element more so than this yeah and shies away from the entertainment well this is just you're fucking going yeah and prisoners two and a half hours so it's way too long that extra 45 minutes makes a difference it's way too long i could watch an episode of hawkeye in that time which uh check out our episode on friday as we're going to talk about hawkeye episode three love that shameless plug visual slash cinematography tie this is the one category where i i don't know if you can give it an upper tier score now to me in my brain upper tier is 16 to 20 maybe upper tier 16 to 20 elite tier 18 to 20 or 16 18 you know what i mean whatever yeah, yeah, yeah i gave it a 15 look and i feel a little gross about it i feel like maybe i need to give it a little lower look it's a movie in 2007 everything was fine you know there was nothing horrible the fire was fine you know i don't think they used a lot of cgi there's probably a lot of practical stuff i thought the settings were fine the prison everything looked realistic and you know it was what it was I also gave it a 15, um, okay. and yeah, it, it's not incredible, but there are some nice shots. There's the, um, it's like a parallel shot between Gerard Butler and the daughter at the performance, and it like goes back and forth, and like they pull some curtains open, like Gerard Butler's character, like curtains get pulled open, and then you see the daughter on stage, and those curtains open up, and like, yeah. it's a nice parallel shot, and you know, going side by side, the two aspects of um, Jamie Foxx's character, and like yeah. him trying to straddle that line. Um, yeah. Outside of that, you know, the action looks good, but there isn't any incredible CGI-type action stuff. There isn't, like, hand-to-hand, close-quarters combat. Yeah, there's not, like, a lot of action, yeah. Like, fighting. Yeah. There's no fight scenes, I wouldn't really say. There is the uh, the stabbing the guy with the steak bone. But that's very one-sided. Yeah, well, it's not a fight, but I'm saying the blood and everything. Like, that looked realistic. It, it's a realistic-looking movie, and, like, you know, for that scene, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't any CGI in that, if, like... I mean, obviously, there's a little bit, you know, stabbing and whatnot, but they might have had fucking, you know, fake blood packets, like, you know, like Lots. literally like practical stuff that they'd use back in the 80s and 90s, and they'd u- utilize that a little bit. I'm pretty um, sure they did, because he was covered in bud- blood when he laid down. Yeah. Um, it, I, just, I mean, significant amounts of blood packets. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. He painted that room fucking red. Um, which was even more badass, because this whole time, I thought that scene, he stabbed the guy with a spork, because he asks the warden for a spork to eat his meal. And he actually stabs him with a steak bone. Um, like I said, I've seen this movie five, six times. This is the first time I picked up on that. So it's, you learn something new every time. It's incredible. No, I, there's nothing incredible to rave about. You know, there's a few nice shots. Everything looks good. The CGI that they do use is fine. Yeah. That's all it really needs. I, I'm yeah. okay with a 15 here. Yeah, me too. That's why I gave it, Ty. 
Key elements. <sighs> Look, I gave it a 20. I did you. <laughs> I gave it a fucking 20. This is the best bad action flick that I've watched. It's exactly what it wants to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of dad action flicks, and I think of Liam Neeson. I think yeah. of a Gerard lot Butler, of Liam. Gerard Butler's a, a he's he's a dad action flick connoisseur. Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore of dad action flick 100%. actors. Um, but I mean, Liam Neeson, you think of like um, Taken, which I've actually never seen. Um, it's but a good film. There's also the plane one. Have you ever seen that one? The commuter. Yeah. Or no, the commuter's the train no, no, one. No, no, no. But the, I know the plane one you're talking about. He's like the air marshal. The commuter is literally just. The plane one, but in a train. Okay. What is the plane one? Sorry, this is gonna this is gonna bug me. I I I know about it. I don't nonstop. Okay. Um, that is the plane one where he's like, you know, on a plane, he's got to save everyone. He's the air marshal. Blah blah blah. You know, that's a dad action movie. You think of like, you know, I feel like Samuel L. Jackson might have had some dad action. Kinda. I he's he's very much you dad know, action. Um, you think of like Bruce Willis with Die Hard. Going back in the day, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, you know, you think of these movies. Ryan Reynolds, I think, had a few of them, like Hitman's Bodyguard and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this is just up there. It is up there. It is an enjoyable movie. Like, you know, my dad likes it. I'm sure your dad would love it too. And it's just like a, a movie where you turn your brain off. And it's badass, and it's gory, and it makes you think a little bit, though, still. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. a full turn your brain off. That's why it's getting the 20. Yeah. Because you got you thinking, like, what the fuck's he going to do? How's he going to do this? He's like, locked in a cell. How's he doing all this? And, like, I'm showing my age a little bit here, but, like, I can't wait to show my kid this movie in, like, I don't know, 20 years, whenever my kid's old enough to watch this film. Um, future kid. <laughs> um, maybe 30 years, hopefully. Um, <laughs> it's just, and they're not probably not going to like it as much as I am. And it is, but it's, it's just so good, man. It's so good. It really is. It's just a fun watch. It's the most rewatchable sit down and have a good time movie. There is, <laughs> this is a, like a, it's on in the hotel room. I'm turning it on every time. You know what I mean? Like a you're, million percent. you're scrolling through the hotel, you know, whatever. And you see law abiding citizen on channel, you know, 142, And you're just like, boom, it's not a huge commitment. No. It's nice and short, gets to the point, you have a blast, you get out. Yeah. It's perfect. It's yeah. exactly what it needs to be. Um, one line. It's also, it's not trying to be funny, but there is, like, a little bit of humor, mostly from, like, kind of Clyde Shelton, which is uh, Gerard Butler's character. Um, I just had to look this up because I, I remember laughing uh, when the detective says, I believe those cots are bolted into the cell. And he just put, well, that's where wrenches are for dumbass or yeah. whatever. It's fantastic. Laugh out loud. Literally it's laugh out loud. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's just, it's it's an it's a dad movie. It is a dad movie. If you don't like dad movies, you're not gonna like this. And like, and it's innovative. Yeah. Hooking a dude up to an IV so you can torture him longer. <laughs> Pumping him full of fucking adrenaline. Cuts a, off all of his limbs. Putting a mirror above him so he has to watch all of it. How about the cell phone gun? Cell Doesn't phone make gun. any fucking sense. Cell phone gun. A make, little little explosive. A little explosive in the top of it. Okay, I guess, yeah. You, you can explain it. C4 goes a long way. You pack it into a small little barrel, direct it one direction. You can make that work. The first time I watched that movie, watched this movie, um, which was actually uh, when my parents still had Blockbuster and you'd get the movies in the mail. Fuck yeah. And I was like, Dad, I want to watch this movie. You know, can I put it in the mail queue? And it finally came because my movies always went to the bottom because, you know, my parents don't love me. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I hope they're not listening. Um, and I remember, like, jumping when that happened. I was like, holy shit. That yeah. was unexpected. It's incredible. And then the cars blow up, and then you have this fucking military fucking thing shooting down the fucking the SUVs and everything. <laughs> this is wild. Um, yeah, man. There's just so much good stuff to enjoy about it. 
Yeah. The ridiculous story about strangling someone with a tie. Yeah. That's <laughs> so fucking cool. I wish that scene would have been in there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, <laughs> maybe they need a spinoff series of his life as the CIA operator, op, no, whatever he was. That feels like something Amazon Prime would hop all over. That feels like an Amazon Prime movie or it show. It does. And I need it. Characters tie. This feels gross, and I feel like it might need to be lower. But I gave it a 16. <laughs> we're we're fucking shot for shot here, 16. <laughs> we're giving this the exact same score. This is not planned either. No, I, we don't tell each other our scores at all, any category ever beforehand. This is, yeah. So if we end up with the exact same score all the way out. Um, That'd be fantastic. Now, I will tell you my, my fifth category before we started recording. I changed it right before we started. So... Okay. I may have fucked it up, or I may have kept the, the momentum going. Okay. Um, in terms of characters, look, I just like both these guys. There's no one on the screen I don't like. Gerard Butler, you know, he's great in his role, kind of witty, but also, like, serious. And, like, you know, some of the times where he has to deliver maybe serious lines, like we're in their courtroom, and he fucking just gets the judge to agree with him in five minutes, and then he's like, you fucking dumbass. Like, you know, and then <laughs> told her she probably takes it up the ass, all that stuff. Um you know, I, I think he's fine in his role. I think Jamie Foxx is good in his role as well, kind of yep. leading everything, you know, being the, the quote-unquote star maybe. Um, but kind of, you know, the internal battle he's battling kind of, you know, with this guy. Some of the side characters or whatever, I don't think they're necessarily anything spectacular. I think the Sarah, you know, she was good. Um, kind of a, another heartache moment for Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. um, which kind of like, you know, there's also maybe deeper meanings in this where it's like Gerard Butler killed everyone around him to teach him a lesson or whatever, teach his system a lesson, but still didn't touch his family. It's didn't true. Touch his family. Man's got morals. He did show them a video of him chopping someone <laughs> eyelids and penis and balls off, <laughs> but he didn't touch him. Um, just years of trauma and therapy. It, it, oh God. Just, sorry. Sorry. Um, and it's just, you know, I like the characters in this. Look, they're good. They're exactly what they need to be. And maybe it should be a little bit lower if I didn't enjoy this movie so much, but I don't know. I thought it was great. No, I, I fully agree. Jamie Foxx is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Like, he's good in everything he is in, except for Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's a fucking, it's a shit role. <laughs> Ex- ignore that one. Gerard so he's going to be bad in, far f- in No Way Home? Well, he's a completely Confirmed. different version of the character. He'll be great. Okay. Gerard Butler is exactly what you need in his role. Um, he's a witty asshole. Yeah. Um, he delivers his lines, you know, good for what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I agree the Sarah girl's good. The, the, um, the DA, the head, the older white dude, his name is Bruce McGill. Okay. That man was born to play a cop on TV. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's all he does. I feel like he's like a CSI, like a, a fucking Blue Bloods. Uh, and Blue Miracle. I thought it was Blue Bloods. I thought I fucking nailed that. He just shades of blue, suits, NCIS, are Blue all- Bloods. Well, I fucking nailed it. Are he, is he actually, these are his uh, yeah, this, IMDb? Yeah, this is IMDb. Literally, literally Ty. Um, his known for is Law Abiding Citizen. Okay. On IMDb. I mean, I'm, if you're on the same page, you're seeing it too. National Lampoon's uh, Animal House, which it says he plays Daniel Simpson Day. I don't know who that character is. Maybe he's a cop. I don't know. My Cousin Vinny, he plays Sheriff Farley. And then he's in a movie called Time Cop. Fuck yeah. Like, this is the, the guy you cast to be a cop. No, it was a perfect casting. And he felt like exact like, he's cheesy, like daytime TV cop. But that's <laughs> what I want in this. He's in the uh, movie Palms. You know who he plays? Chief Carl. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I feel like he's in another one where it, where it's like a fucking broken system. He's in MacGyver, Detective Green, pretty much a cop. Detective, cop. I, I believe a detective is a cop. CIS, Blue Bloods, like you said. Rizzoli and Isles. That's another cop thing. 
Um, Ride Along 2, he plays Lieutenant Brooks. Ride Along, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> he plays Lieutenant Brooks. This man was born for this role, and he just fucking kills it. Um, They're just like, we need a cop. Call up fucking, what's his name? Call up Bruce. American Dad, he's the judge, also in the legal system. Yep. Ride Along, both the first one, Lieutenant Brooks. Yep. Um, this is funny. This is good. He's exactly what he needs to be. Lincoln, he's Edwin Stanton. Maybe that's a cop. I don't know. We're gonna. We're just gonna guess it is. I'm gonna Edwin Stanton Lincoln. Outlaws. He's president. Secretary of War. That is like the number one cop, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I've never seen a more typecast actor in my entire fucking life. Unconditional Detective Miller. Outlaws. President Calvin Coolidge. Fuck yeah. He made it all the way up the food chain. Um, yeah, man. Law and Order, like we already said. Yep. Gordon Garrison. Law-abiding citizen, which we're obviously talking about right now. This is great. This man is a cop. Ty, I'm glad you pointed that out because I didn't think of that. Oh my god! In the fucking show Psych, he plays fire chief. He jumps sides. <laughs> See, you know what? I'm tired of the legal system. <laughs> Just for one, Justice League. That General was him McCormick. branching out. That was him trying to break his typecast. <laughs> Runaway jury. He's a judge. It's fantastic. Na- he's a national security advisor in the sum of all fears. He's the undersecretary of state in the TV movie. <laughs> I swear to He's God. Judge Charles Fleming in the practice TV series. Like, I wonder if, like, in his younger days, he ever played, like, the rookie cop. Because I feel like we can, like, create, like, a list for him. He's played every single line of the food chain all the way up the fucking ladder. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, man. Bruce McGill. What a guy. He's on my Mount Rushmore of uh, if we ever got a podcast guest on this podcast. I'd love to interview him. And just ask him about his career. But, like, why didn't you become a cop? And if, if we're being honest, like, I don't know how many people are requesting to interview Bruce McGill. So, <laughs> we might have a chance. No, you know there's, like, that 45 to 55-year-old age group who fucking love him in their daytime TV. <laughs> they got pictures of him on his fucking wall. Oh, what a fucking guy. Uh, um, also in it, though, Regina Hall. Great actor. Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. Showing up as the mayor, just, like, in the Smallest money-grab role ever, yeah. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. No, yeah, there, there's plenty of people in here who um, they all they all do what they're there to do. Yeah, and I just I I, I love Gerard Butler's character, man. And it's just like because there's movies like this. I've talked about it time and time again in this podcast where they take themselves too seriously and they try to do too much and like they tease it. Jamie Foxx is like, "Would your wife and kids be proud? Would your wife and daughter be proud of this?" And he's just like, "How would they feel?" And he's just like. They wouldn't feel anything. They're fucking dead. Like, I just, he sticks to his roots as the anti-hero. They don't try to change him, and this is the writing, too, in the story, but also in the characters. They don't try to change him and make him turn to the good side. And, like, 
you know, Jamie Foxx the whole time doesn't really change and like he's not sympathizing with the guy. He learns the lesson and everything, but it's just like I don't know. They don't overthink it. And there's so many movies that overthink it. 100%. Like if you give this this uh which um someone came up with this idea. This isn't my idea. I saw it on a YouTube video. Oh, it was an actor and I'm going to feel so bad for not remembering which actor it was. Um but they said, "Oh, Will Smith." He said he okay. had an idea of giving this exact same screenplay to two different studios with two different casts, two different directors, and like seeing how different the movies come out and releasing them on the same day. I think that's actually a fun idea, although that might not be smart money-wise. Maybe you'd have I mean, to do it streaming. Studios have done that before. Really? Yeah, like Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. It's like the exact same story. <laughs> okay, but he means like the literally the same screenplay. Okay. Like the same story and just see like the different like visions. There's a, a a reality which the screenplay goes to the wrong studio. Maybe they add something to it, and like at the end, you find out like Jamie Foxx was the one that hired the fucking people to go rob his house or some bullshit like that. You know what it I gets mean? Gets too deep, like corrupt system. Like they actually like paid for the murder or something. Yeah, Vi- no, it would have been Viola Davis. She would have been the the bad person at the end, where it's 100%. like she purposely she knew he was a government shrink, so she was trying to kill him, so she hired these guys or some bullshit like That's that. That's the other thing, too. Like, he's d- obviously did some dirty shit, and, like, his family got attacked. They don't even waste time trying to explain why his family got attacked and why those people were there. They're just bad motherfuckers. They're just like, this not happened. in a good way. Accept it. We're not going to address it. Yeah. Like, this is our starting point. Don't worry about it. It's great, man. It's great. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Enjoyment, Ty. Look, I changed it. I changed it from a 19 to a 20. Okay. I gave it the full 20 special. I, um, I'm, I'm upset because I did the opposite. Oh, no. We almost had the exact same <laughs> score. If either one of us wouldn't have changed. <laughs> um, I went from a 20 to a 19. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. I don't give a lot of 19s out that often. Um, Anymore. Correct. <laughs> I, usually when it's up this high, I just jump to 20. I'm just looking at it. I don't remember any of the fucking characters' names. <laughs> it's not like I'm a diehard fan where it's like Avengers and I'm talking about it. It's just, it's a fun fucking movie to watch. Maybe it should get a 19 and a half. I don't know, but I gave it a 20 and I changed it to 19. And then right before we started recording, I was like, you know what? Back to 20. Because even though I might not remember some of the characters' names, and even though, you know, I might, you know, think Infinity War is a better movie or Anchorman and Talladega Nights, all movies that got higher scores. Actually, not Talladega Nights. Um, that's because plot and visuals. Um, sorry, Talladega Nights. Look, I, I talk about this movie all the time. Like, I told you about it. I tell other people about it. I bring it up randomly on the podcast. Like, I remember seeing the trailer for it when it was out in theaters, not getting to see it, but seeing the trailer being like, wow, that looks badass. Finally getting on the blockbuster, you know, fucking 10 months later by the time I got the blockbuster, being like, wow, this movie's badass. Maybe I've built it up in my head a little bit. I, it's one of my favorite all-time movies, and when I look at my scale – my uh, my enjoyment scale, 19 to 20, would consider one of my all-time favorites. I bumped it up to a 20. I gave, like, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, like, a 19 or something. I'm pretty sure I gave Infinity War 20, Anchorman 20. It's up there with those movies for me. This is a, a top five, probably, of my favorite movies. It's bad. I don't want to say as bad as it is, as, as not uh, receptive as it is as some of those other movies. I love it, and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. I'm, I'm 19's right there with you. I'm, oh, I'm, I know. Fu- I'm fucking splitting hairs. It's this message is to Riley mostly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very targeted response. Yes. I it's it's just it's everything you want it to be. And I don't understand how people don't like it. Yeah. And it's got I, such a bad score. Cuz it it I mean, spoiler alert, this final score if you're doing the math, it's fucking up there. Yeah, <laughs> it's it fucking up there. Yeah. It and is. it's so deserving of it. I I don't know, man, and like 
you even texted me after. You're like, that's such a good fucking movie. Like, yeah. when you finished it. <laughs> um, I just don't think people like these kind of movies, like these dad action movies. I mean, what's the most successful dad action movie of all time? Like, Die Hard? I mean, I don't know. Um, and it's just, I think there's there's some, like, stick your nose up at it. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Because um, you look at all the bad reviews, and no one's, like, saying it's horrible. Like, no one, I guarantee no one says it's not entertaining. Okay, so I'll read you some of these negative reviews. It's basically Saw with Gerard Butler as Jigsaw, which means he's righteous of body as he is of mind. I don't really know what that means, but um, okay. Comparing it to Saw, I'm cool with it. Um, the perfect action flick for low-maintenance audience. We already talked about that. As a piece of fluffy entertainment, law-abiding citizen is passable enough. Try to dig any deeper, however, and you'd be scraping the bottom of a very shallow barrel. I don't want to dig deeper. And there is a little bit of deepness in there. There is. Fucked up law justice system. Uh, Nell Minow of Movie Mom just gave it F, no, no text. Um, well... <laughs> So that's the thing is movie mom gives it an F movie. Dad gives it an A. <laughs> um, next up is uh, Joshua Starnes coming soon. Dot net. <laughs> uh, law abiding. Got to change your website. <laughs> uh, law abiding citizen may be the most uh, nihilistic movie I've ever seen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing nihilistic right, but it means uh, rejecting all religious and moral principles okay. in the belief that life is meaningless. I mean, it's very clearly doesn't believe in, like, an afterlife or anything. He said they can't feel anything. They're fucking dead. So he's <laughs> coming soon.net is a little religious. Um, <laughs> um, this uh, Simon Foster. But these are all, like, no. sorry to all these people. We're definitely not named critics. But these are no-name critics. I'm sorry. But one of the most repugnant examples of Hollywood's cheap thrill approach to violence, its voyeuristic brutality is matched only by its innate stupidity. Like, I wonder if this is, like, if it's PG-13 and it's not so over-the-top violent. Like, if this gets a way better score. It's classier about it. Law-abiding citizen. This is a The Age Australia top critic. While law-abiding... Australia, keep that in mind. While law-abiding citizen is in no sense a successful work of art, a film that offers the illicit thrill of cheering on an all-American terrorist is at least pursuing something more complex than moral clarity. Okay, so he sounds like he likes it. And he gave it a rotten. <laughs> I don't know. I Look, if it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. But it sure as shit is mine. <laughs> I agree, Ty. I um, fucking agree. My final score, I finished with an 87. You finished with one point higher at an 88. Yep. Giving us a 87.5, putting it at 14th all time out of the 100 movies we reviewed. Um, tied with Talladega Nights. Um, we flipped scores. I gave this an 87. I gave Talladega Nights an 88. You did the opposite. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Far From Home, Slumdog Millionaire. And then just above uh, Marriage Stories, Mitchells versus the Machines, Captain America, Civil War, Suicide Squad. Um, the Suicide Squad. I want to make that very clear. Not the shitty one. Yeah. Um, it's Look, it's up there. And when you see that name and those that grouping of movies, you may be confused. But this is peak dad action flick, and look, that's a category of movie. It is, and this is probably the peak score it could get as a dad action flick. This is the ceiling of dad action flicks, in our opinion. It is. It really is. It's. I'm so glad we finally done this. Why does our movies review say 101? Oh, because I have Encanto sitting down there. Okay, waiting. I thought we fucked up. No, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like we've been waiting all this, this long. We just fucked it. Um. Our no, there's no better movie to review as our hundredth movie than Law Abiding Citizen. Um, it's a great film. I love it so much, Ty. 
Um, this is all we got for this podcast. Again, special upload. We'll have our normal length podcast up Friday. Before we go, before we let you go until Friday, if it's already Friday, listen to both back-to-back. Mm, Random Rotten Tomato movie score. Tyler tries to guess it. He hasn't gotten one right yet. I think I said I'd stop once you did. I don't know how true that is. This is as random as random gets because I know you've never heard of this movie nor seen it. Okay. But it's starring Gerard Butler. Okay. And it is a movie called Playing for Keeps. Nope. PG-13, 2012, comedy romance, hour and 45 minutes. It was on Netflix before Netflix had, like, really good movies. Playing for Who else is in this movie? Um, Playing for Keeps also is starring um, Jessica Biel, oh. Uma Thurman, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Dennis Quaid. He has one, he has one with Catherine Heigl, and I thought it was that one. Um he looks very handsome in this movie. Anyways, this was I watched this. Guy. I watched this on Netflix before it was like net when Netflix kind of only had bad movies. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so that might be a hint for your uh, your guess. Um, and I wanted to pick this one because this movie made me cry. Maybe top five, and it's the dumbest thing ever. Like it, it's not a sad movie. I think I was just in an emotional state of mind. I was watching with my mom. I think it was around Christmas time when we were watching it because I remember the couch being in the different you know formation and. I cried like a lot, and I don't know why. It's go ahead. Completely unrelated. www.heart.co.uk put Gerard Butler seventeenth out of the top twenty-six sexiest men in the world. Um, this is up there for me with. If I had to make my like top five, it's Dog's Purpose, crying movies. Yep. It's not Marley Me because I walked out, but it's um the fucking uh, one with Michael Orr, the 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 Blind Side, the Blind Side, Great Cry. This is in here. Maybe Coco. Coco. Um, I don't know. There's some good cries in there. Um, the synopsis tie. Long past his soccer-playing heyday, George Dreyer, Gerard Butler, is struggling financially and failing in his attempt to reconcile reconcile with his ex-wife, Stacy Jessica Beale, and young son, Louis Noah Lomax. When Louis's soccer team has an opening for a coach, George steps up. Not only is George a big hit with the children, but he also attracts lots of attention from some of the players' single and unhappily married mothers, Uma Thurman, <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. The reason I cried is because he gets a job like with fucking ESPN to be an analysis, and he leaves to go do that, and they're all sad. Like, oh, oh. my dad's leaving me again because the whole thing is he left his kid because he was playing soccer, divorced. My dad's leaving me again, and then he changes his mind. He's, like, driving down the highway, and he flips it around and goes Fuck back, yeah. and I was just crying. What do you think you got on Rotten Tomatoes, Ty, with uh, 100 and – not even 100. 91 reviews. Sounds very emotional. Um, if it's Gerard Butler, I know he's charming. However, I don't think Gerard Butler's ever got higher than like a 50% around tomatoes. That's so sad. So we're going to rock with a 38%. 4%. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. I would have guessed around what you guessed, too. 4%. I don't remember it being that bad. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. I have nothing to go off of those complete guess. <laughs> That's tough. That's real tough. That's all I got for you. Um, again, go check out Encanto. Go check out Hawkeye. Um, episode. episode three. Yeah. On that same episode. <laughs> and then after that, we're doing King Richard. We missed it. Had an opening. Going back. Yes. Uh, Will Smith's Oscar attempt, some people are saying. Oscar buzz. Well, I think he's win. attempted to win the Oscar every time he's acted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.